This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Eben Novi-Williams. I'm Michael Barr. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. You know, I'm not even going to bother with it. Where we... He doesn't want to participate. Explore it. Never, never, never. In the big money issues in the world of sports. And today, let's pick out curtains, guys. Yeah, you want, let's go a little uh, a little house shopping. Yeah. No. <laughs> but you, you know why I kind of like this one, Bar? Because, as I told Emmett earlier, it's the kind of story that really illustrates the industry that fans sitting at home would never think about. It's just not going to get into the consciousness but this is the kind of thing that goes on behind the scenes. Every time we say these things, these teams, these franchises, they're not civic trust. They're businesses. They're behind the curtain. They, they are. Well, now everything, <laughs> nice. you know, we're pulling the curtain. You know, it's not it's not the wizard behind the curtain anymore. By the way, well, the curtains go for what? $4.6 million curtain. Mr. Novi Williams, would you care to explain? Yeah, for people who are a little confused going, at, the, at the opening here. <laughs> Um, USA, uh, US Bank Stadium, the stadium where the Minnesota Vikings play, which is hosting the NCAA Final Four this held year. Held the Super Bowl. Yeah, held the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Beautiful stadium, all glass. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's so nice. It's the glass is so, is so crystal clear that the birds were flying into it and dying, which yes. is a problem they had. I told originally. you that happened in my elementary school, and they had the kids paint pictures, and we put it up on the glass so the birds would stop flying into the glass. That's tragic, and we can discuss that. Broken off, necks. Off mic. <laughs> it's um, pertinent here. Anyway, uh, the stadium announced that for the Final Four, to host the Final Four, they need to essentially black out all of the glass, and they're going to spend $4.6 million uh, to hang blackout curtains kind of around the stadium, and then to put curtains on top of the roof as well. But why? To cover why the are they panel. darkening the stadium? Uh, the same reason that everything happens in sports business, because the media wants the them to. television. Right? Turner, yes, CBS television. pay a lot of money uh, to broadcast these games. They're on a 23-year deal, I believe. It's worth billions of dollars. Um, and they want you know some kind of consistent Consistency from the lighting. Um, let, can I t- let me do the? Can I do the quote just for fun? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So this is from where's his name? Patrick Talty. Sorry if I uh, pronounce that incorrectly, but I think it's Patrick Talty, the stadium's general manager, said, and I quote: "The sun and the views. That's what makes the stadium unique and beautiful." But the bid for the Final Four required a way to darken the venue and keep lighting consistent for televising the games. So for the first part of April, quote, we have to take our biggest asset away. Think about that. And and to be to be clear, this this isn't suddenly pop up for them. It, it, it was part of the bid that they yeah. were going to have a darkening solution. Um, it's amazing to me because the stadium is not is not all that old, right? It's it's probably three or four, maybe five years maximum old. Um, they knew that they wanted to be bidding for events, you know, not just Super Bowls, but you know they had the NFL draft coming up. They've got, or they're 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 bidding for the NFL draft coming up. Um, they've got the NCAA Final Four, uh, and they said, I mean, you didn't finish the quote, but but at one point, the the same man, Talty, says, 
you know, this is an investment. This makes us a much more lucrative type venue for a lot of events. Uh, and that's Michael Vekic, not... chairman of the Minnesota Sports Facilities Authority. Uh, they, they both said it, I believe. Um, <laughs> either way, um, the, the pitch here, you know, it's, it's $4.6 million. It's coming out of the capital fund uh, for the Metropolitan uh, Sport Facility Authority. Um, it's an investment that they believe is actually going to pay off on the back end because whether it's religious groups, whether it's concerts. other concerts, whether it's sporting events, this theoretically makes them more enticing uh, to host events. In the yeah, future. they're using it for Garth Brooks coming up. They say it, it, it helps the acoustics as well. I got to tell you, a coincidence that's just happened as we're talking about this. You're picking out curtains at the bar house? What, well, let me tell you what just happened. We're, we're sitting here talking, and all of a sudden, it got dimmer in the room. <laughs> and I'm like... What happened? Are the lights dimming? With all due respect, uh, I've seen that confused look well, on your face. That well, was a $200,000 yeah, yeah. dim, by well, the way. What we've got, because of yeah, where we are, yeah. we have... We have a uh, glass building as well. We have a glass building. So what just happened simply is that a cloud went over past the sun, and that's why the room got darker. But we and have, I'm thinking we have I've got here, cataracts, we have, but that's what just happened. We have the automatic shades for cooling and heating, so like the west will go down in the afternoon... So I mean, that's if you're sitting at your desk, all of a sudden, you know, you don't want to get scared when the, when the shade automatically comes down in the middle of the afternoon. But it ju- I just want people to think about the business of sport that you wouldn't even think of this. Hey, that curtains up and why? But four and a half million dollars because the bid requires a consistent lighting for television. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, in a facility that says our biggest perk is the sun, the views, the light. Let's take it all away because that's what we need to do for TV to get these big events. And again, it's it's a it's a, it costs over a billion dollars and it opened in 2016. Yeah, this ain't old, right? You, you, you'd think that you know built into the construction process, maybe if they had known, you know, or maybe they did know already. Auto um, shades. Yeah, yeah. Th- there would be some kind of process that isn't 75 individual custom made panels that workers need to get on the roof Looking and lay and drop out in knowledge like one wow. one but, by one. And for anyone who's ever gotten on either a chair or one of those little flimsy stepsels at home because you have to hang a shade on the rod, you know, it, let's see, installation or removal of these shades, they take a crew of 20 to 25 workers up to a week. Oh. They go up to the catwalk and they have to pull the panels. 25 guys a week to install this stuff. Oh, my goodness. There you go. We got to move on. And this this is a very serious topic. And this involves the giant CEO, Larry, Larry Bear. Bear. Yep. And he's taking a leave of absence because uh, apparently there was a tape scuffle with his wife, uh, which if you've been on uh, any of the uh, online sites, you might have seen it. Not surprisingly, first put out there by TMZ. Yeah. It, this is this is bad. And if you see it, it's, it's not good. Well, you know when you say you go from bad to worse? His immediate reaction? I mean, So bad. How, so how in this bad. day and age? Well, my wife had, it was, I had a bad foot and she fell. Well, what? Nah. And, yeah, and he said the matter is resolved. Yeah, the matter is resolved. <laughs> no, 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 it's not resolved. Oh, you're, 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 you're on tape. You know, your wife is screaming for help as you're, you're like wrestling some, the phone away from her and she goes down to the ground. No, 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 no. And it's not resolved. No apology, and he said, obviously, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yes, obviously, it's oh. embarrassing. How about, oh, my Lord, like, my behavior was absolutely inappropriate. Th- this cannot be... Yeah, I, th- you just th- The immediate reaction was, was not good. Well, the league is obviously, they got to take action. Well, they certainly can. They're looking into it, you know. Yeah, he's stepping away right now, and they're being run by committee, I guess. 
you know, Larry's Larry's one of the biggest and brightest. Like when we say when we have biggest and brightest on the show, Larry's one of them. Yeah, know? I mean, how does the? I, I'm always curious about when you, when you take a leave of absence, but you're the guy. Yeah. Who decides if if you're coming back too early from your league of? I mean, Ma- it, Major League Baseball and ownership will okay. will, will decide. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, first of all, what does this do for the San Francisco Giants? Let me let's start right there. What does that do for the team when this is going through? I mean, is this a morale killer or what happens? Uh, I I don't. Well, frankly, am I insensitive? I don't think the players really like the players are getting ready for they're in spring training and they're getting ready for the start of the season. So. I mean, this is just more about front office and management, and it's been a tough off season for the Giants. Yeah, though, right? yeah. The, yeah. the principal exactly. owner Charles Johnson got into you know hot water a couple months ago when yep. he was donating to that that Southern politician who made the made the lynching joke. Yep. Yep. Um, so you know this, this just adds to to what has been a kind of a weird front office ownership uh, off season for the Giants. But I agree with you. I, I don't think this necessarily really affects the team unless you know he has to leave. Right? I mean, unless. There is like yeah. a firm change at, at the at yeah. the direction and, and at the helm of the team. You know what Not I'm sure expecting? Really and yeah. What is it? It's Monday, right? We're Monday today. Oh no, what's today? Wednesday. <laughs> Close. Eh, we do it Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. Today's today's Wednesday. Let's say we got noon uh, Pacific time. San Francisco Giants signed Barry Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We got to change the topic. We got to change the topic. We, 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 the Giants. We got to change the topic. Uh, speaking of change the topic, <laughs> maybe we should do that. I gave you the segue. Uh, I like it, man. It's like uh, Jim Delaney, Big Ten, Kamish. He's retiring. Yeah, pretty big news out in, uh, in in college sports. Jim Delaney, who's run the the Big Ten essentially my entire life since since the the late years, the late eighties. <laughs> Um, no, by the way, Medina's doing something behind the glass. She didn't hear the joke. She didn't want. I mean, nothing. No, I thought for sure that was a Medina chime in. Nothing. What's happening? What happened? Exa- exactly. I, Thank you, Medina. Real. When you listen back to the show, you let us know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Jim Delaney, who's run the Big Ten uh, for for thirty years, has uh, announced that he is going to uh, to be stepping down when his term ends uh, in twenty twenty. Uh, hard to underscore, you know, how much he's done for you well, know changing underscore again. He always uses the word underscore. <laughs> how much he's done to change, uh, you know, both the college football and, and college sports landscape at large, and also a titan for the Big Ten in the industry. Yeah, he added he Penn State shortly into his tenure. You know, he was obviously responsible for adding Nebraska and Rutgers and Maryland uh, from a business standpoint. Slam dunks, all of them. The 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 share that teams. Uh, get from the Big Ten each year. I think in 2012 was 25 million. It was 50 million this year. Um, that's more. He, yeah, that's a significant <laughs> amount more. Um, You're on a if, roll. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. If you look it's at Monday. if you look at essentially the the money flowing in college sports right now, the SEC is is a giant. Of course, uh, the Big Ten is right next to it, um, and that is largely due to Jim Delaney. So you know, big changes happening in college sports. What's sad is that when you said that basically all your life. I remember back in Detroit, and I used to work for an affiliate. Oh, you get underscore in. He gets Detroit. Oh, my in God. In Detroit. Our listeners have hit we, bingo. I know. And we, we – Thank you. Thank you very much. And we broadcast the University of Michigan football games. And I remember when this story came out, we were covering this story. A so. Michigan man. Michigan Michigan football. A Michigan man. Wow. I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine now what's uh-huh. – well, I gave, him an, I, gave him another seg- I gave him another segue, and he let it go. I, okay, go a ahead. Michigan man, but let's talk about a woman. <laughs> I, 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 I a woman? Jess Mendoza. 
Oh, well, okay, yeah, but I get what you're saying, but I was going to add something else. Do you? Michael, wasn't I was done, Scott. Twitter, I wasn't done. Twitter poll. Does Barr get what I'm saying? <laughs> Twitter poll. Uh, Linda Barr Five says people no. people probably respond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me included with like a cat Unanimous nit. I, <laughs> I was just going to say before we got into Jess Mendoza that, look, it's, it's hard to imagine the league because for so many years – with this guy who's been in that the helm, I'm trying to think who was there before that. I, I don't know. Gene, see, that's that's the point. Can I you say I, to make. I, like yes? Who was the NBA commissioner before David's turn? Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Before what? Uh, David Stern? I mean, Mr. Stern? Yeah. Who was before David Stern? Oh, it's one of those when you have yeah, the longevity. The right. correct answer is Larry O'Brien. That's what I'm saying. The trophy I, is named after. By the way, yeah. it, just yeah. for fun, he was the head of the DNC. It was his office that was broken into in the Watergate. Larry That's O'Brien's right. Office. You are right. You are you are right, sir. Don't say you don't learn anything here. Uh, you may not know what day of the week it is, but I'll bring stats. <laughs> you did the history lesson. Thank you very much. I, I didn't even know that. There you go. See, what I do you mean I didn't you. even? Like, what do you mean even I didn't know? Well, because I don't know. Oh, okay. Just putting yourself on some sort of historical pedestal right there. Even I didn't know that. Well, I mean, even Medina didn't know that. Oh, one. man. We we knew Barr wouldn't know anything yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk about Jess Mendoza. Go ahead, Evan. Uh, Jess Mendoza. Uh, <laughs> a... I just love the way you just Sorry to interrupt you, Evan, but join in now. <laughs> he was just sipping his coffee tea, whatever he's got over there. Uh, this is actually a fun a fun story. Jess Mendoza, a Sunday Night Baseball analyst, uh, was recently hired by the New York Mets. Uh, she will work under GM Brody Van Wagen um, and also keep her job at ESPN. Uh, which is not, you know, by any means the first time that that someone who is being paid directly by a franchise has also worked on on the broadcast side for a network. But um, I do think it raises kind of some interesting questions about, you know, conflicts of interest and, I, and the, and the blurring said, of lines. I, I could have just said when you said it's not the first time, I could have said CC. Ah, there you go. Thank um, you. Yeah. So, so also recently, uh, CC <laughs> well, Sabathia. Like, yes, yes, with Spanish, and we're going to go into CC <laughs> yeah. Sabathia. You see that bar? Uh, you got what I'm doing there. Uh, you have been on a roll all Thank morning. You. I have to say, Thank you. Yankees pitcher CC Sabathia uh, will also be working with ESPN as an analyst, kind of throughout the season. The Mets also, after or right before hiring Jess Mendoza, hired Al Leiter, former Mets pitcher, a former Yankees pitcher also, but is also you know on the media side at SNY. Yep. Um, so you know th- there's a lot of questions here. I mean, primarily for me, you know, Jess Mendoza works for Sunday Night Baseball. It's the, the yes. principal broadcast every week. You know that crew sits down in production meetings. They get they get a lot of access to the teams that are there. Yes. If you if you work for the Phillies, Any other team, right? How do you feel about sitting in a production meeting with Jess Mendoza, knowing that she's on the payroll for for one the of Mets. your big division rivals? Right. I don't oh, feel great about point. it, but that's their issue to figure out. I mean, if ESPN's okay with it, they're the employer. You know, if, if somebody limits their access because of it, it'll hurt her performance at ESPN. And which, and, by the way, I want to go on the record and say she's fantastic on Sunday Night Baseball. I yeah, really, for yeah. sure, and you know, and there's for for people out there who might be wondering, there's there's always conflicts of interest at these networks, right? Because they pay billions of dollars for the rights to broadcast these games, and they employ journalists who objectively cover those same sports. Yeah. Um, this feels like it's a little different kind of conflict of interest than that inherent one. But I just say, by the me. way, on the bigger scale, kudos to Brody. Like, shake it up, something different, outside the box, however you want to label it. I mean, she's going to be like health and, you know, the health of players and, and player evaluation. Uh, 
And if we're talking conflict of interest, I mean, worth mentioning that that CAA. Here we yeah, go. Brody, oh, the, the guy the Mets hired as the, the GM was a you know was an agent last year, represented a lot of the players on the Mets themselves, and accusing himself for any negotiations with which, the former which he clients. Should do absolutely. Just Mendoza um, represented C by CAA, and also you know he was you know one of the agents you know banging the drum loudest last year about collusion among ownership. Um, certainly interesting developments as you look at the Mets front office and also just kind of across the the, the baseball media landscape. Hey, if someone offered you a job like that, and we're here, wouldn't we take it? What I no now I, and miss the chance to do this three times a week? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? No way! Thank you, thank you. I'm flattered from your interest. However, I'm so satisfied where I am that nothing could pull me away. Yes, sadly, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports <laughs> Podcast. I'm Mike LeBar, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan Novi williams We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with Ndamukong Sue, five-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle, off-field businessman, and most importantly for Michael Barr, former Detroit Lions. Well, make Medina say his name. Medina! How'd you say his name the first time? And Dominican Sue. Oh, wow. she nails it. So good. Boom. That was so good. You're I know, listening. I know. <laughs> You're listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports right here on Bloomberg Radio, around the world, and online, where you get your podcast.